Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Yes! Forget about that last part. You're the yeah. only one that did that Man. together. I'm the only one that got their shit together. I You're cursed. the only one that got together. I cursed with everyone. <laughs> I got the shit. <laughs> Don't the energy in that one. I'm, with, I'm really with the shits, <laughs> as they say. Welcome again, studio and uh, audience at home and around the world. Uh, this is your host, Rohit Rohila. I'm at Bard Lodge on the mic. Kyle Reed. And I'm Aaron Eide. Aaron Eide. Motherfucking Eide. Are you going back to Ida? I mean, it's whatever. Ada? Ada or Eide. But it's I'm Ada. so used to correcting to people to Eide. We just, can do Ada. Just like oh, Brett Favre. I can do Ada. Yeah. Well, fellas, should we uh, dive into it? No, let's not dive into it. All right. Well, this will be Kyle's last episode, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> I'm moving to San Diego to open up a donut shop. Ooh. <laughs> and play golf. And play golf. <laughs> and go to the driving range at least and ride my bike and shit. Posting all those videos of him swinging and stuff. Sounds... Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Slow-mo. When was this? That just sucked today. Yesterday? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Exciting. I went golfing over the weekend, but that's about it. I hadn't golfed in months. Like two months, probably. Ever since Sam T left. Because you honor that tradition. He doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you bastard! <laughs> no, golf, just, golf club's been in storage, and then the move and shit. Oh yeah, I just I didn't make it a priority to go. And the barbecue. Yeah. Ooh. How yeah, is it? I've been fucking cooking every week. I made brisket over the weekend. Uh huh. It was. Fun. Should we share that real quick? Yeah. So we, damn, we never even talked about that. Uh, we had a podcast adventure day where we went to the fair. It was myself, Kyle Reed, by the way, <laughs> Amit, Gamal. <laughs> Rohit and Aaron, and uh, I ran into a Traeger salesman. For those of you who don't know what a Traeger is, it's just a, a pellet grill smoker. Some people love them. Some people hate them. My buddy Matt calls it a cheater box. Um, and I think he's just mad because my brisket turned out awesome. Right. <laughs> but uh, I've been cooking everything on that thing, man. I did salmon. I did turkey loaf. I did asparagus, zucchini, different vegetables, um, pork chops, pork ribs, bratwurst. Finally did a brisket, the first brisket I've ever done. It turned out phenomenal. Uh, beans, all kinds mm-hmm. of shit. I put everything on that damn thing. I heard a lot of names, but not mine. Where's Where's my invite, man? Oh, your name was there when I bought it. Oh, That's true. Okay. You only heard one name. That was, that was, and actually, he wasn't even there. I was just talking shit to him. Who? My buddy Matt. He's uh, oh, no, I was, I was old school stuff. I just want some ribs. Hey, man, mm. you let me know. Are you want to do it this weekend? Now you're on the spot. Now you're on the spot. Oh, I don't know, you know, because I got, I got oh, to go. You know, I got, I got this thing. So yeah. Roll hit. Yes. You want some, uh, well, you don't need pork. I'll eat, except for pepperoni. You eat ribs? No. I like pepperoni and salami. That's good, but that's not meat off the bone like that, though. Mm. He doesn't like bacon. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's weird. I love you. I'll put some Brussels sprouts in there for you. <laughs> I don't, I've never had a Brussels sprout. Those are actually pretty good in there too. Uh, you don't like them? No. Oh, they're all right. All right, ready? Yeah, let's let's go. Let's get into okay. it. Okay. So today's episode, a lot of people come up and ask me, especially when it comes to personal development. I just don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Right? I've got so much going on that when I think about personal development or I think about improving my life, there's so many different aspects. There's the personal, the professional. 
you know, the, the financial, so many different things. How do I know where to start? Mm -hmm. And I can completely relate to that question because it's a phenomenal question. It's one that I come across every time I come across an opportunity to invest in something. So recently I was part of uh, a webinar series and at the, at the tail end, the offer that they had was this $4,800 package for, I think it's like maybe $1,800 or something like that. It's just phenomenal deal. I know everyone involved, phenomenal. But the thing is, from where they were talking, I just didn't know if I'm ready, if my business is ready to be at that point where I can completely take advantage of their services. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. If I attend a personal development seminar, how do I know I'm ready for something like that? And Amit, I think you, if you shared your experiences here, that'd be fantastic too. But it's something that a lot of people come across. And my answer is always this. When it comes to personal development and improving your life, start where you are. That's the biggest thing is you have to start where you are. And what that comes from is you have to take 100% ownership and responsibility of your life. And why that's important is anytime you're taking a look at where you want to go in life, right? You have to take complete ownership and responsibility of your life. Every personal development book out there will always say you have to stop playing the blame game. And what do people do? Oh, what's my current situation? It's a result. You know, I want to do better, but it's the economy or my job is bad. Taxes are too high. It's, it's not my fault. It's my wife or husband's. You know, the weather. It's the color of my house. Like, it doesn't matter. Everyone has so many different excuses. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. is it, it's, it's an excuse. If you take ownership of your life and you just decide stuff then and there, that's when you start making real changes. Now, I'm not discrediting being married or anything like that. <laughs> and I understand, like, for example, when you bought that Traeger you were just talking about, you still called Emily and said, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking about doing. That's completely understandable. But... There are certain things that if you don't take complete ownership of your life, of Kyle Reed's life, then that negatively impacts the life of Emily Nabua. Mm. And so we have to take responsibility. You have to decide what you want and you have to believe that it's possible. And that's the important thing is you have to believe that it's possible for you. So if I set myself a 30 day goal to make $10 million a year, that's not realistic for me. <laughs> That's realistic for other people. I'm just not there yet. So where you are. But yeah, so when I did this a long time ago, you know, if I said I want to, like back when I was making 30K a year, hmm. and I said, okay, I'm going to make 40K a year, you know, that's something a little bit more realistic. It's outside my comfort zone. I know I need a new set of skills to get me to that point. And once I've achieved it, okay, now what skills do I need to develop to get me to 50, to 60, to 70, to 80? And I keep doing that because your current skill set is not going to get you to the next level. What got you here will not get you there. Famous words. Thank you. <laughs> so with that, I'm, I'm really curious. When, when we first started talking about the seminar and you attended the seminar, what were some of the thoughts that were going through your head in terms of just realizing, because you and I have had some conversations, realizing that it's time for you to take ownership of your life and you've done a complete, like, it's been awesome to be on the sidelines watching your life. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of all trimmed down from that episode, Sitting on Nails, 
that was one of the episodes that kind of made me think is you end up getting stuck. You end up getting comfortable just being there. So being pushed. <laughs> just being there, just existing. Yeah, yeah, you just, I mean, it's there. You're living, it's day in, day out, day in, day out. I mean, eight years went by in my previous job, and what do I have to say for it? Besides the experience and the time that I had. Uh-huh. But if you're just sitting there stagnant and there's no other way for you to go, you end up just continuously sitting there. If you just start from where you are, which kind of gave me a push from my, my girlfriend at the time, now wife. Um, pretty much gave again, me, by the way. thank you, gave me the, 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 uh, the opportunity saying you're either getting a better job or I'm leaving. You're getting a different girlfriend. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously shit had to change and I had to get my shit together. Talk Go digger. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Steph's actually no. pretty awesome. Yeah. She helped me to better my pretty life. Pretty awesome. She's pretty awesome. She's not fully there, but you know, she's, well, I don't know her pre- that well, but I'm sure she's 198% <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So she helped me get my shit together and kind of get me moving. It mm-hmm. was just taking a leap of faith, just just doing it. Um, if you're always going to be sitting there second-guessing yourself, then that's what you're always going to be doing. And me being the owl, I always second-guess. My problem is always, man, if I do this, then I have to think about this, which then leads to thinking about that. Mm-hmm. That's something that I tried to break out of a habit of, let's just do it. Let's just go do it. Let's just change it. Let's make something different. Get outside of my comfort zone. Let's get up off the nail and continue to walk. So for me, it was definitely seeing where I am and making sure I'm not making the same mistakes. The scientist can't get a different result if he's using the same stuff. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, I like that. Yeah. Roy's looking at something really weird on the microphone. It kind of threw me off a yeah. little bit. So I was in a little dead air right there. But I wrote down a couple of things while you guys were talking. I mean, one was take inventory of where you are. Rohit had mentioned it. Um, especially in the personal development world, it's important to own up to everything. Own up to your mistakes, own up to things you've done great, as well as things you've done poorly. You don't know where you need to go until you know where you're at. It doesn't mean that you can't start. It just means you need to know what direction to go when you do start. Another thing is I wrote down, why do I feel I'm not in a position to start? Do you feel inferior? Do you feel like you're not worthy of this job? Do you feel like you're not worthy of $10 million? Or from 30K to 40K or 40K to 50K or 50K to 100K? Right. Right, or whatever that looks like. What creates the hesitation and why do you feel that you're not in a position to start? Is it that you're just afraid and you're making excuses? You know, I would probably say the bulk of it is people maybe just don't know how to start. Mm-hmm. Or people don't know how to even begin about thinking about improving on their life. So we talked about I mean, about it's this a huge thing to, yeah. to, like, process in your mind and, you know, take inventory. And, you know, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Nobody really likes to, especially their shortcomings. Yeah. Like, I now have, I have plenty. Do I have them written down somewhere? No. <laughs> but if I did, you know, that's uncomfortable. Let me ask you something. A dream of yours is to become a conductor. Yes. Do you know how to do that? No. Will you let that get in the way? Absolutely not. So, and this then is why, why, because I'm just completely driven for that. Exactly. And just really quickly, um, a musical conductor, not a crane 
train conductor. Not a train conductor. Yeah, so he don't want to be Bob the Builder. I mean, either or. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> Sounds rad. So, but you see what I'm saying, right? So it's it's mm-hmm. it's a good thing to look at is. Yeah, sure. That is something that is very near and dear to your heart, right? Mm-hmm. And you have made it more important than most anything in your life. That's what you want to do. You don't need to know how. So I right. say that people don't maybe don't know how to start, although it may be fair because they don't know how, but is it that they haven't made it important enough? Because once it's become that important, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I guess so. Um, you don't need to know how. You'll figure it out. Because it's just one step at a time, and I know the one step that I'm taking right now. You know, mm-hmm. after that one step, I don't know. Yeah. But it, it'll fall into place. In the internet age, you can contact anybody. Yes, even exes. Which is not a good idea. Especially Generally. if you've been drinking. Especially. <laughs> so. <laughs> just, we just won't do that anymore. Yeah, don't. Rohit has definitely done that a time or two. <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> so, that's good. I think it's, I think it's very valid. Um, one of the things I thought of, too, when you were discussing it, is starting where you are, is I recently... You as well have had a experience. It's been a couple of years now. But I recently bought my house, bought a home for the first time. I didn't know what to do or where to start. So I just made a phone call to a friend that I knew was an agent. I said, I don't know what to do. What should I do? I'm looking at houses. I'm seeing what I think is a decent deal and what is affordable. Um, but what do I do? You know, And he kind of told me what to do. And I really called him with the idea that it would be a year out or more. And I just wanted it to figure out what to do. But I knew that if I didn't make a phone call, I would continue to think about it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't take steps or actions towards this goal. So I was driving home from work one day, and I won't forget, I was transitioning from I-5 to Highway 16 West. And I made a phone call. I said, Patrick, I want to buy a house, and I don't know what to do. He goes, okay, well, let's let's sit down. Let's meet for lunch or you know dinner, whatever you want to do. And well, first it was a bunch of grab ass discussion because I hadn't talked to him in a while and his buddy of mine, so we were <laughs> shooting the shit for a while. But that was what I knew that I had to do. Otherwise, I would continue to put it off and not make it important to myself, make excuses for myself, and not be honest with myself. I wasn't where I needed to be to do it, but I didn't want that to get in my way. Uh-huh. And I would have let it continue to get in my way had I not made a phone call. So and I, I would still just that. be renting. I would be living wherever, and I would have spent a couple thousand dollars on a deposit and fucking wasted money at some condo or apartment or house somewhere to rent. So you just got to do like the Nike logo. Just right? do it. Just do it. Yeah. I wrote I wrote down one thing because I think it's it's important that we also help people know when, when they're lost, where do you actually start, mm-hmm. right? And so we're saying start where you are, right? <clears throat> Paper is phenomenal. So many times right now we think we can store it in our mind or (laughs) on our phone or something like that and it gets lost. Paper is magical because you can, whatever, that's pointless. Write it down and make it plain. What what I want to say is if there's a topic that you don't know anything about, right, write down what you think you need, right? Just just everything involved. So say I want to drive NASCAR next year, right? <laughs> I'm just going to make a list of all the things that I think I need. You know, do I need to qualify? What kind of car do I need? You know, just all the different things. 
And what's important about that is you're making this list before you're educated in that subject, which means because you don't know about it, you're going to be more likely to openly brainstorm, think outside the box or outside the bun brought to you by Taco Bell copyright. But <laughs> that's really important because it gets the creativity flowing. I can't. I can't. I'm still listening, but I can't. <laughs> and... Um, and I've done this before. When, when it's something that I just don't know anything about, I do this. And then, Kyle, you're right. What happens is you, you start seeing these patterns. I'm what? You're, you're left. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're right. Because what happens is you start seeing these patterns, right? And then you're like, wait a minute. Like, there are certain things associated with me driving a NASCAR that I didn't really think about. But you know what? At least five of these 20 things, I know my, my friend... Billy Joe Bob knows. But you have to be at least 64 inches to drive one of those cars. I knew that was coming. So, <laughs> so you are no longer invited back in the studio. Dang it. <laughs> but, wait, no, I am. I'm, I'm exactly 64 inches. Are you? Oh, yeah, be 65. Too late now, bud. <laughs> it's on air. But, but if you write down what you think you know, mm -hmm. that's a fantastic starting point. Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. Because you are... You're thinking about it from a point of ignorance rather than a point from perceived knowledge. Because you haven't educated yourself on the subject. You're just you're you making guesses. Going. Yeah, exactly. So you're you're thinking about things that may or may not pertain. Some things may be spot on, some things may be way in left field, but some of those things that seem to be way in left field may improve that particular whatever it is, whatever you're looking at. Driving NASCAR, I don't know. Hmm. hmm. That's good. I like that. Make a list. What What have you done that with recently? Anything? Um. Re yes. Okay. So, uh, that book writing seminar I went to, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah, had Sam. a yeah. Sam and I went to a book writing seminar, and it was a, a weekend long one. And at the very <clears throat> end, they had this program that they offered for and and I told myself because anytime I go anytime you attend a, a seminar or anything like that there's always going to be some sales pitch at the end to get you to the next level and I told myself if this is 12k and under I'm in so that's that's the mindset that I went under which I know sounds ridiculous but trust me my first seminar when I had to pay 50 I was I couldn't even believe I was paying that much that's how much I've developed myself. And that's how much I encourage everyone to... $50, by $50, the way. $50, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said to myself, <laughs> okay, if it's 12K and under, I'm in. And so imagine my surprise when it was 40K. Ooh. And that was the discount from 60K. Ooh. And immediately what happened was... And, and I'm so thankful for this. Uh, my immediate reaction was not, 40K, are they out of their mind? Or... 40K, there's no way I can afford that. It was 40K. Okay, how am I going to raise this? It went straight to solution. And I'm that's, to me, so you still got, you one of my You got that highlights. much out of it? Yeah. To, to me, that's still one of my highlights was just that mindset was, you know, not trying to talk myself out of it or think about the money or anything like that. It was, how do I come up with a solution to mm. get this? And I started making a list of just everything under the sun. And just kept on at it and at it. How am I going to bring this in? And when you want to talk about, I had a week to get it. When you talk about raising 40K in a week, you have to think way <laughs> outside the box. What, like you know? prostitution? 
I don't know. Oof, I don't even know if that's going to get you there. So I wrote, I wrote down <laughs> the thought process is you need to switch to how can I mm-hmm. from why I can't. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because instead of creating and generating reasons and finding data that supports the belief that you can't do it, you find out why you can't. You give it a shot and you try to figure out how you can do something. I will say, you need to give yourself an opportunity to fail. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, then you failed already. There's nothing wrong with failure as long as you learn something from it. But if you don't give yourself an opportunity to fail, if you never try, what are you doing? Give yourself an opportunity to fail. Start where you're at. doesn't matter if you ain't good at it. Anybody can jump out of a plane. So you can do anything. If you jump out of a plane, why not? Only the real good people know to pull the cord. This is true. This is true. Practice the withdrawal method. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at you. Or they're adopting puppies and shit. Yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> like I, oh, man, I'd love to be home right now. Stop it. You stop it right now. He's so cute. No, that's good shit. I like that. Start where you are. You got a shit ton of notes over there, Aaron. Yeah, this is good stuff. I got the title. Did you? Hey. That's the only thing you wrote on I your- forgot the title. Wow. Oh, I got you, bro. Where are we calling this? <laughs> That's right. Mamet, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That I'm just going to reuse this paper? <laughs> right. Well, I was just saying. No. It's so the answer is no. The answer is no. He's not. Mamet, <laughs> are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking what you're thinking. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen. It's time. Time. For. Kyle Reed's. Two-minute takeaway. Damn, you serenaded the pants off Man, me. I'm yeah. literally not wearing pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take them off. No wonder you got a girl like Seth. Man, this Man. guy. Good job. Singing on his honeymoon and stuff. What, you, what, are you, what are you doing later? This is a two-minute takeaway. That's all I need. Yeah. That is all I need. <laughs> That's all he can give, too. Yeah. We'll have 48 seconds left over. <laughs> So today's episode and today's two-minute takeaway is all about starting where you are. So we talked about a few things. When you think about it, think about what causes hesitation. Why do you not want to start on something? Do you not think you're worthy? Why do you not feel that you're in a position to start? We are, if you don't think that you're in a position to start, you're never going to accomplish anything. The first step would be to take inventory of where you're at. Pros, cons your downfalls, the things that you've done well, as well as the things that you've done poorly. Take ownership of all of those things so you can continue to move forward and begin anew wherever you are. You learn a lot about yourself. Ask yourself, how can I, instead of why I can't? Give yourself an opportunity to fail. Take a chance, take a risk. Now, I'm not saying take a risk immediately, Still calculate those things. Think about those things. Make sure that it's the right move for you. But don't ever forget that you don't need to be somewhere to get somewhere. You just need to start. And wherever you're at is just fine. 
With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another GYST podcast. We've got a bunch of YouTube videos by now. Yeah. And if you haven't subscribed, you better. Go to YouTube.com. Look for the GYSE podcast. We're going to have the links on the website. We need all of you beautiful ladies and gentlemen to subscribe to our podcast and like all of our videos. Help us out so we can get a custom URL for you. And that way, you're not writing YouTube.com backslash ABZGF86945, whatever the hell, right? Some bullshit. <laughs> so hit us up. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. We're still on all the same sites. As well as, if you're listening on the website right now, I talked to my man Glenn Rabluski yesterday. What? And he was like, yeah, I've listened to a couple of episodes, but I always have to go to the website. And it's weird on my phone. I said, Glenn, get a fucking podcast player. And he goes, well, you're not on the Google Play Store. I was like, you mother effer. So, this is two things I'm doing right now. Rohit, we need to be on the Google Play Store. We are. We're going to figure it out and make it happen. All of our episodes? Yeah. Okay, good. Glenn. (laughs) <laughs> we're on the Google Play Store. We're on the Google Play Store, damn it. So I, I know we weren't in the past. Yeah, so so we, we've been playing around with it. Glenn, and this one that we need to fix on our end, you can't type G-Y-S-T. Oh, you have to type get your sh just with, like with the iTunes. apostrophe together. Yeah. yeah, just like an iTunes. Um, so I mean, that's something that you and I need to do is go into Blueberry and fix that. So we're going to work on that for you, Glenn, and all of our folks out there with Android that are looking on the Google Play Store. Um, we got y'all. We got y'all. In the meantime, hit us up on YouTube and you can see what our ugly mugs look like. Tune in next week to another great episode of GYST Podcast. Bye. Thanks everyone for tuning in to our GYST Podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.